I think he said Whiteman Park is a hoot. Come to EnviroFest 2024. Learn about Whiteman Park's birds and discover ways to improve your sustainability with hands-on workshops and demonstrations. Plus, there'll be market stalls, food trucks and heaps of kids' activities. EnviroFest 2024 at Whiteman Park on March 23 from 10 till 3. You'd be wise to go to whitemanpark.com.au. This is Zazai. Oh yeah. Bitsy Woo. and Whipper. To the podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Hi. Conspiracy theories. God, oh. a couple of years we've had a few loonies come out, haven't we? The Mate. old 5G tower one. I, oh my god. I heard a ridiculous oh. one yesterday. What? How's this for a conspiracy theory? Yeah. Someone tried to tell me that you were once a good footballer. Whoa. <laughs> that that nah. is nah. impossible. Nah. There's no way. Yeah. No, at least I, I had a kick. I, I didn't, didn't retire at the age of 18. Huh? Didn't believe uh, it. <laughs> But we are talking about one conspiracy theory called Birds Aren't Real. This guy has got such a following that he got onto the 60 Minutes program in the US, Mm -hmm. which is one of the biggest shows over there. We'll talk about that soon. Fitzy and Whipper. All right, welcome to the show, guys. You can tell by that music. May the fourth be with you. Oh, no, mate, you, you, know, you don't have any right to be a part of this you day. Know, I've got a friend, Georgie, and it's the only way I remember her birthday because even her husband couldn't remember her, her birthday. But may the 4th be with you sticks in my mind. Send flowers on may the 4th be with you. How about you sit down with your kids? I can Star Wars, mate. Anything You've inter- never seen it. Anything that. intergalactic. Your kids would love it. Oh, yeah. So good. Return of the Jedi. Oh, it's a lightsaber. Get him, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> he's, he's... Oh, I'm not your father, Luke. Who <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> are some of the other just, ones? Jabba the Hutt. Just, just for everyone out there. Can is it Jabba the Hutt? Can you tell everyone who, what your favourite movie is? Um, well, we could go from Gladiator no, to no, no. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and, Dumb and Dumber. Um, you know, coming up third, new into my top three list, could be Top Gun, guys. Maverick, the new one we saw the other day, fits. Oh. I'd like to add that to the list. Um, it's a broad range. What's the name of the girl in the show with the hair, with the squirrels in the hair, like little Princess Leia? Princess Leia, she's Sorry, in Princess there. Leia. Yeah. Oh, um, Arto Dito. Oh, oh. Uh, you're, you're, oh, yeah. R2D2 doesn't speak. He oh, makes doesn't he? those noises. C3PO speaks. That's yeah. C3PO. the gold robot. Sounds like an insurance company. Is he? So he's the gold guy. The gold yes. robot is C3PO. Right. Yeah. And you're you're more Jar Jar Binks. Who's that? He's the, some one, he's the one that everyone dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> he's annoying you know and what? he should be knocked it's, off a rock. Even or at school when I was younger, and I didn't want to see the movie, every kid had the figurines growing up. You yeah. know that you could buy. Yeah. So. I made mum get me a couple of those just so I could be part of a Star Wars group at school just because all the kids had the How Star Wars. So you've never seen it? You had, no. And you oh, here you go. Oh, look, guys, this looks like cool. Should we play together? Oh, oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi, back Fine off me. C-3PO. Oh, no, this is really sad. Really sad. Anyway, that's my take on Star Wars. <laughs> I've probably said You've enough. nailed it. For May the 4th be with Stick you. around for next Wednesday morning. Another movie review over here by Bill Collins. Ever felt like a holiday after your holiday? Plan your getaway now and make up for missed holidays with whatif.com. Plus, select hotels are fully refundable so you can book with confidence. Booking cancellation windows apply. What if? It's Aussie for travel.
Do you know what? I have a bit of a chuckle at this, but conspiracy theorists... And, and you know what? We've been seeing quite a bit over the last two years with the pandemic, and, you know, you, you really you learn a lot about friends and pandemic. people. Pandemic? There's no pandemic. It's 5G, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's the towers. It's 5G towers. The other, one, the other big one is on Facebook, and you're usually friends with people that you went to high school yeah. with, and then you learn a lot about these people. Mm-hmm. But it's not just, you know, vaccinations and the pandemic and all these conspiracy theories. A lot of people do have theories about different things. Yeah. Um, you know, just everyday things. Mate, this is this is Lisa's sister, Nat. Whether it's September 11, whether it's aliens, whether it's the pandemic, yeah. there's always another theory on what's actually going on. It, it doesn't always... stop. And they believe it and they sell it in like it's gospel. Well, I would love to hear from you, 13 2410. Give us a call if you ever went out with someone who had a theory and stuck by it and mm-hmm. was was adamant that that was true or you may have a friend that you may have lost because you were like, oh, my God, this person just doesn't stop talking about it. Get involved. This guy, his name is Peter McIndoe. He's 23 years of age. He is the creator of Birds Aren't Real. And this movement has become so big in the US that he actually got on 60 Minutes over there. Birds Aren't Real. Birds Aren't Real. Explain that. Okay, well, I'll let him explain it to you, but here's one of his theories. What bird is most suspicious to you? Really every bird. How do you feel about seagulls? Uh, I don't trust them. I'll tell you that. Have you ever been to the beach and... Yeah, you got some food left over, and a seagull comes over and tries to get it. That's not because it's hungry. You know, the mainstream media wants to sell us this lie that, oh, birds are hungry. Uh, you know, when in fact, the seagulls are taking your food to bring it back to the Pentagon for DNA uh, harvesting oh and testing. God. Oh my God. You know so, what? I thought, when you actually think about oh it, my God. it's not a bad idea. I thought flat earth was one thing. I mean, to think you could train every bird to be a homing pigeon and pick up yeah, DNA to fly to the Pentagon. Though. He thinks that is true. Well, I feel sorry for the birds here at the fish markets. Oh, yeah, the seagulls here. We've got to fly all the way to the Pentagon. Guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you in a month. Imagine a seagull just rocking up. <laughs> I've got about five different chips, five different DNAs. Yeah. Where do I where do I leave them? Someone else stole my chip. I'm sorry, we we're halfway there. It can be really draining when you know someone who is a conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist. But I would love to hear from you some of the out there theories that you've heard from partners, from friends, mm-hmm. from family members. What about the guy? who was a flat earth theorist and he <laughs> built his own rocket he built his own rocket that's to right. shoot up into space to see if to take some photos yes. from that vantage point to prove that the earth is flat right he died. Yeah, he died. His he rocket d- blew yeah. up. Yeah, he went up he, he he didn't know how to get back down. Yeah, oh. he couldn't do it. That's a bit Homemade sad. rocket. What you, are you doing, a, mate? Got a couple of good shots, though. Nelson in Engadine, what conspiracy theories did your mate believe in, Nels? Um, so he's got... Uh, a, uh, he believes that the Queen has actually died and he's now a reptilian. <laughs> and he also has told me that there's 110%, without seeing it himself, that there are pyramids in Antarctica. Oh, pyramids this... in Antarctica? I haven't heard that one. No. I mean, Built by it, the Antarcticans? Is he quite serious or is this after a few beers, Nelson? No, this is quite serious. Yeah. See um, he, yeah, he goes on the dark web and studies it, all that sort of stuff, oh you know, God. and yeah. I think I've heard the Queen one before, that she passed away last year sometime. Mm. Oh, I yeah, think to correct. look at her, she's she, well, I don't barely know. alive. Oh, she's still side-saddled. She could be a reptilian, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Talia in Watanabe, what conspiracy theory does your friend's mum believe in? So she suffers from, obviously, a bit of 
like brain issues or something and she genuinely believes that the government like follows her around and they're all cars with yellow and black number plates uh, are government cars and they're following her. Oh, no. And she, yeah, she had like a lot of other beliefs about the government as well, but that was like the main one, that they followed her around and they were always after her. Do you know what? My husband won't let us plug in any of the devices around the house that help like a, you know, a Google or Alexa or anything because he reckons they're listening. Well, yeah, that... 100% that would be... <laughs> yeah. We had a WhatsApp group. A guy sent through... Um, how's this one? So, Jamesy, a, a mate of ours sent through a joke, a written joke. He thought it was funny, so he read the joke out to his wife. Mm. And then instantly on Instagram, something popped up of a girl telling the same joke... joke. Oh, that's as a, creepy. As a sponsored post. Oh, it happens all the time. You're in a conversation about a product, and the next thing you know, there's an ad. We had One of our neighbours believed, how's this, that there was a Chilean group of thieves that were roaming the area, and any time you saw a drone in the sky, they were flying over the houses to plan their break-in. Yep. And the drones were surveying that. the area. Before Why were the... they Chilean? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Chilean. It's a Chilean. long way to come. I oh, know. But you travel internationally when you're the best. <laughs> Nikki in Windsor, what conspiracy theory did your date tell you about? Oh, hi, guys. Um, he had this wacky idea that the vaccination had teeny tiny microchips in it and the government were following everybody's movement. So everybody that was vaccinated was being tracked by the government by the microchips in the vaccination. Did he, did he, really, really, really micro nanochips. Did he bring this up on the first date, Nikki? It was within the within the first kind of couple of conversations. Oh. So I was like, you know what? No, thank you. Dude, don't yeah. worry about it. You're done and dusted. You're gone. Jim in Smithfield, last one. Conspiracy theory. You got one, Jim? Hey, guys. Hey, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've just got some um, clarification of the 5G. Yes, oh, yeah. In here. yeah. Uh, so it doesn't affect you unless you're standing right in front of the antenna. Right. If you are, it fries you nuts. Right? Okay, hang on, Jim. Just, Jim, can we just wind, can we wind back a tick? So you're suggesting the five G tower. Yeah. Um, if you're standing right in front of the antenna, it'll yeah. fry you from the inside out. It'll fry your plums. Yep. Have you seen otherwise, it? Otherwise, it doesn't affect you at all. All okay. our modems um, broadcast five G in our homes, and it doesn't affect you at all. And nothing to do with COVID, Jim. No, it's got nothing to do with COVID. Jim, have you seen it? I mean, have you seen someone mm. fry from the I inside work, out? I work on antennas, um, and we've got to turn them off. Oh, because so, so, they're getting too strong, Jim. Now, if you're standing right in front of it, um, it, it does. It's a microwave, um, so it does fry your nuts first, actually. <laughs> Jim, can I ask, I mean, how many of these nut-frying towers do we have in the state? I work from behind it, <laughs> behind the antenna, so... Yeah, but, Jim, um, is there anybody in the industry that you know that maybe work on antennas as well that have had no, their nuts fried? No, no, we're, we're, all, uh, we're all precautious and we're warned. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? This, unfortunately, Jim, what's going to happen is that there's going to be a group of young lads this weekend that are going to track mm -hmm. down a 5G tower and they're going to dare each other mm -hmm. to stand to in front themselves. of it to see whose nuts fry first. Rice almonds. What, what they're worrying about is they're putting them on the telegraph pole, so they're quite low. Oh, oh right. no. This is, I mean... Should we, we be wearing some sort of... <laughs> Steel box or a cricket box. You can, or... you can get protection for it. Okay, what does that look like, Jim? 
Looks like a cricket. Uh, <laughs> cricket right, so if anyone knees you in the nuts and they break their knee, you'll know that you're very 5G wary. Oh, honey, look, they've installed oh. a 5G tower on our street. <laughs> it normally that... looks all shriveled up. I might get a bell on mine oh, so no. you know I'm coming. Love to know if you've managed to get yourself out of a fine. Might have been a police, might be the parking officer. Could be anything. We want to know how you got out of it. A group of girls, it was all getting a bit loose on the harbour, guys, if you have a look at what's going on here you'll see there's a group of girls and they are having a good time um, they're not wearing a hell of a lot there's bikinis and g-strings on this boat they've boat been drinking uh, might have been a boat shed yeah, don't right. know about the ownership of the boat fits uh, what i do know is they were drinking they were speeding there was no life jackets there was no safety gear mm. but they were having a great time uh, the water police turned up and said girls what the hell do you think you're doing you're all in a hell of a lot of trouble were you and Hamish driving the boat? Or no, we, you, right. we, no, you've completely right. misread this one. Sorry. We were not oh, on board. this is not a local story. <laughs> no, no. We are not on the boat, mate. Okay. And they are not our wives. That's right. not my wife's bottom. And no, that's not Zoe right. in bikinis. Um, I have been on a boat with you with similar girls like that. That you, was for your Bucks, Bucks party. party. That you all yeah, organized. that was pretty... They got paid the did John, your old man, organise that? Didn't well, he? what I loved about that was hearing Dad speak to one of the girls that was helping out serving drinks, Fitz. And Dad's conversation as I walked past was just like, "Oh, look, there's some great university courses out there, and you know, <laughs> and if it's the the entertainment or travel industry you're into, um, university is a great place to start." Mm. John, I know what you're looking at. Stop trying to hide it. Oh, Come on, man. John. John, John also got her a gift similar to Kanye's to Yes, him. he did. And <laughs> I've, um, I've tracked it down. <laughs> the weird thing is, that was eight years ago. Dad's still catching up with her for a drink. Um, these girls said to the police, all right, we've done the wrong thing. We understand. But let's be fair. What if we have a game of rock, paper, scissors to see if we should be fined or not? Oh, I can't be kidding. Well, let's focus on the cops here. Yeah, that's not odd. They said, no worries. Three rounds. The girls, even though they'd been drinking, managed to arts, outsmart the police officers and avoid the fires. You're not outsmarting someone in scissor paper rock. It's not like you're at the bar as Remember Toss the Boss? Oh, yeah. That was a great game, yep. wasn't it? So either they, the establishment yeah, pays right. for your drink or you do, yep. and it's just heads or tails. Yeah. And that, that was it. Oh, I think mate. they deemed that illegal after yeah. a while, didn't they? <laughs> we used to do that at uni all the time. I would also suggest having a look at the pictures of the uh, girls on the boat. The police probably came back 10 minutes' time uh, just after <laughs> that to make sure everything was okay, and probably 10 minutes after that, and maybe 10 minutes after that again. That's not well, on yeah. If they were unattractive girls... There would have been no Said, talk that of is a game. not fair. Okay, that is not Whatever. fair. Here we go. If, you, if you're going up against a police officer, rock, scissors, paper, mm. okay, what is your first move in ready? We can say it at the same time. Yep. In three, two, one. Take rock. rock. Yeah, see, I'd go rock. Yeah, I and I would be safe. You'd, You'd go be off rock. The boat. Yeah, what would've... did you say, Taser? Taser. Oh, right. um, <laughs> never go, Taser. Damo in five, Doc. Welcome to the show, mate. Good to have you on board. Uh, did you get out of a fine, did you, Damo? Yeah, mate. Um, I was. Uh, on my P face, uh, and I had an XR6 turbo. And I wasn't supposed to be driving it uh, with a turbo, and uh, with the turbo, yeah, pulled me over, slapped me with a ten point fine and a pretty hefty, uh, pretty hefty fine, and took it to court, and uh, pretty much said to the judge, "Doesn't say turbo anywhere in the car. How am I supposed to know?" Yeah, and uh, I said, "Yeah, well, I guess you're right." I said, "I'm just a uni student, so yeah." And they 
they got rid of it and, uh, yeah, didn't end up losing my licence. Well done, hey, Damo. The fact you took it to court, Damo, just to say, hey, there's no turbo on it. Yeah, well, how would you know? Other than if you're a mechanic, if you, Well, this is the thing. Good call, and if Damo. you're a P-pl- What's P-platers? P-platers, the, uh, the, the, the fastest you can go... It, no, the L-platers is 80, isn't it? Isn't it 90 for a P-plater? Don't know anymore. If you get a WR6, <laughs> and every time you're driving it, you can Turbo? No, you wouldn't know. You, you know Damo what you're know. driving. Still no idea. Brian in Rouse Hill, how did you get out of the fine, Brian? I, uh, hey, guys, good morning, team. Hey, hey, you Brian. too, Brian. Lovely to hear from you. Listen, mate, I I did the runner on the train, mate. I jumped the barrier. Yep. Oh, no. Knowing the mobile was short, still had to get to work. Yep. Got on the train. The trains of police come through. No, look out. You're gone, Brian. You're you, gone. Leg uh, you, you run as far as you can up the, up the train. The train pulls up. I bailed out of the train, yeah. ran back two carriages and got back on. Oh, late for work. Great wow. move by the Brian. Genius, Brian. Did you feel clever for the rest of the day? Yes, mate. I saved myself 200 bucks. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Just a little bit of stress. But besides that, you turn up to work sweaty. I want Brian to win the 10,000, Tommy. So do I. Me too, actually. Good luck, yeah. Brian. You're in the running. 10K a day in May. One more. Dan in Ingleburn. How'd you get out of a fine, Dan? Morning, boys. Love the show. Love um, you, Dan. <laughs> thanks, guys. Basically, we were coming out of our car park, and we might have been going a little bit too fast. Um, sirens went on. Copper pulled us over. We both freaked out. Uh, my mate said, just jump out and uh, do what I'm going to do. I'm like, all right. So we jump out. We start waving our arms around. Anyway... Yeah. Tells the copper we're looking for a, a spider on the dash, mate. So he spent the next ten minutes looking for a spider. Oh, what about us speeding and uh, let us off? Wow, <laughs> what a good idea! You're the art of distraction, Dan. The art of distraction. That's correct. Oh my God, it was a giant huntsman. Yeah, I was like, Dad, you should have seen the size of this thing. We just went to the tip earlier. That's still not bad. Oh, that's pretty I good still, I, I remember this distinctly. I've told you this before, but mm-hmm. Mitch Gerald, Dad had the switchboard blow up in his face, and he had burns yep. over his body. Dad used that, I say, I reckon, for 20-odd years. Aww. And whenever he'd get pulled over, he'd go, mate, I'm a sparky. Yeah, <laughs> he sure. Reti- he still does it. He's retired. He's been retired for 10 years. Look at my burns, mate. Oh. I'm a sparky. I'm on work cover. I just, I, you know, I can't afford this fine. Because it wasn't and just... And they always feel for- sorry for him, and <laughs> well, he gets out of it. It wasn't just his hands and face, was it? Because he, you're on a car trip where he uh, opened the radiator that time, and he was in his shorts, didn't that? Oh, yeah, the ra- he took the radiator yeah, cap, cap off, off, and it was overheating. Yeah, yeah never. And blew up into his nether region. <laughs> He had to drive all the way up to the Gold Coast really with blisters <gasps> on his groin, Sarah. No. It's really great effort. It's so dangerous. It's really awkward when the police pull you over and he says, look, I'm burnt. Have a look at this. Oh, oh burnt sausage. My yeah. God. He could still, with those blisters on his groins, he could still belt me while he was driving the car what and I was in the back seat, Sarah. What a he man. He's a master. I was teasing my sister so much. He, he was an unbelievable effort. Hey, burnt sausage. Straight ahead. <laughs> I think he said Whiteman Park is a hoot. <laughs> Come to EnviroFest 2024. Learn about Whiteman Park's birds and discover ways to improve your sustainability with hands-on workshops and demonstrations. Plus, there'll be market stalls, food trucks and heaps of kids' activities. EnviroFest 2024 at Whiteman Park on March 23 from 10 till 3. <laughs> You'd be wise to go to whitemanpark.com.au. Jacqueline's given us a call from Dapto. How would you get out of a speeding fine, Jack? So when I was on my um, my red P plate, that was a few years ago now, um, I was driving in a 50 zone. I was doing 70, so I was way over the speed limit. Yep. 
um, got pulled over and I gave my license to the cop. He looked, took one look at my last name and he said, I'll be telling your dad about this when I get back to the station. And then he just let me go. So I got home and I said to my dad, do you know any cops? And he, and he said, no, I don't know any. And then I told him this story and he thought it was hilarious. So there's some little girl out there, poor girl probably got blasted by her dad for doing feeding and that's You've got me off the fine. Have you got a unique last name or is it something like Smith? Uh, no, it's Pringle. See, Pringle. You, you know what? I think he's, Once you pop. He's just done it just to teach you a lesson, Jacqueline. And this is what I always thought if I was ever a cop. Yeah. There would be a moment every now and then where you let someone go. Scare tactic. It's a scare tactic and said, I'm going to tell your dad. Yep. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because hope... then you've gone home and told your dad. Exactly. Mm. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I went home and told my dad. He thought it was hilarious. Well he done. Thought, I didn't even get in trouble. He goes, you know what? I'm not going to get in trouble because that's a funny story. Good on you. Good, Good on you, Pringle. Jack. Michael in Green Valley, how did you get out of the speeding fine? Morning, lad. Morning, Mick. How are we? Strong. Yeah, hanging in there, mate. It's been tough. Uh, boys, tough before we go any further, I've been trying to get a key ring for the last three years. What's Whoa, the chance? You've actually snuck in by two and a half minutes. Wow. Okay. Oh, no, I've been hanging on the phone and shaking. All right, you've got yourself a key ring. I'm going to give Jacqueline a key ring as well. You're part of the six o'clock club now, Mick, but you need a story oh, for us. Mate, I was, um, it was about five or six years ago. I was on the Green Beach. And we were driving We were driving back from KFC trying to make it back before the footy kicked off. Mm. And they got pulled over by a highway patrol. And he said to me, he said, mate, what's the rush? He goes, you were smashing it down Cow Pasture Road. Mm-hmm. He said, what's going on? I said, mate, I'm just really hungry. I want to eat my KFC. And he looked in the car. There was four of us. And he goes, give me a nugget and I'll let you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nugs can do that. The nugget, I was a bit hesitant, but we gave it to him and we got out of there. <laughs> you preferred to pay the fine, did you, Mick? Yeah, I was a bit spilled. I would rather give him cash. Nugs. Oh, that's funny. Nuggets should be a currency in themselves, yeah. shouldn't they? What a trade. We like the life improver. How good's the life improver? Oh, yeah, the life improver. Your life. Improve it! I mean, these are just, we just started this at the, you know, 2022 is a bit tough. Fair bit of brain fog going on, and we need to be motivated for a big year ahead. I feel like we're coming through it now. Do you feel like the fog is starting to ease? But this segment, to me, it's helping everybody with the craft and the idea of working smarter, not harder. Tricks to life, secrets to get you through your day. Life hacks. Heidi in Richmond, give us one, please. We need it. Good morning. Uh, the thing that my parents do, because they're in their early 60s and they're a little bit forgetful, is they actually um, tell Google or Alexa, they've got Google, where they've put their phone or their keys so that when they can't remember where they've put them, they just say, hey, Google, where have I put my keys? And then Google will tell them. Oh, because they have oh, the... That's amazing. Like the, Apple, the, uh, the air tag. I did not yes. know. So every time they come up, I mean, you would have the one spot that you put them every time that you come home, but every now and then do they just leave them in a certain place and... Because you, you, you can set it up in every room of the house, can't mm. you, with Alexa? Yes, you can, yeah. Yeah, but I'm confused. So you're saying they have an Apple air tag on their... No, 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 no. Keys. So when no, they... no, it's just, it's just the, um, like the Google Home, like the Google Mini yeah. that they have at home. So they just say to that, hey, Google, this is where I've put my keys on my phone. And then when they're going to go out again, they say, hey, Google, where did I right. put this? So they plug and it'll it in. tell them where they've actually put it. Got it. Plug idea. it in to start with. Actually, can I just say I used the air tags for the first time today. Didn't know where my keys were. And what? It, how does it work? Like, I don't have one. So does it then bring up a map or show you how close you are? So what happened last night when I got home late from work? Drinking again. I dropped my bloody chapstick, my aloe vera chapstick, <laughs> down the 
oh. side of the seat, Sarah. Yeah. So I went into the back of the car <laughs> and I forgot that I left my keys in the back of the car. Oh, fair. So I'm going, where are my keys? I've got no idea. Use the Apple Air tags and you, as you get closer, it's sort of like right. getting hot and cold, hot, cold. Then it tells you're only one metre away and there it is. In the last Bang. week, I reckon you've left your wallet in the office yeah. three times. I'm starting to lose it. And then you come back up and go, bugger it. <laughs> there it starting is. starting to lose it. Hannah in Erskine Park, give us a life hack. Uh, yeah, so you know how you put your rubbish in the bin mm-hmm. um, and all the flies come, you know, come kind of bouldering over. Yep. Um, so if you spray WD-40, they will actually won't sit on your bin and they'll be gone for a few days. So WD-40 um, gets rid of flies, Hannah? On your bin, yeah. yeah. Are, they, are these fruit flies, the little, tiny little fruit flies or just normal? No, 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 those are normal flies. Oh, I, any fly, I guess. Get rid of them for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, but see, this sounds yeah. a bit arduous. Do you want the smell of WD-40 mm. in the kitchen? Oh, make, make sure your bin's, bin lid's <laughs> no, running smoothly. That's the, that's the outside bin, the outside bin. Yeah, okay, got, got you. Hand. Got you. Anna, Thank you. Great little life hack. You can try it at home. Ruth in Ashfield, what's your life hack? Hi there. Um, yes, you know how uh, we're coming into winter and exposed to you because of static electricity. Um, so if you use the static spray, that works great. Um, but the other option is to make sure your legs are moisturised and put moisturiser in your hand, turn your dress or your pants inside out and put your moisturiser hands down the inside of that and it won't stick to you anymore. Okay. Um, I mean, were you saying about the clothes sticking to you? You're worried about getting zapped when you move around or touch something? Uh, sticking to you because it looks bad. You know how it just sticks to your legs. Yes. And it looks just really bad. I, I've I've been. Mm. Uh, this is another sign of age. I've been moisturising my legs lately. Oh my god. <laughs> because they've been getting quite and your, dry. Your skinny leg jeans. They must have a lot of static because they're really sticking to you. Well, you're right. You are right, Ruth. Because it does. The jeans do then mm. stick to your leg mm. with your moisturiser. Yeah. So now I need to moisturise the inside of the jeans. Is that correct? No, it's not the moisturiser sticking to the moisturiser. It's if your clothes are sticking your legs because of the stack of oh, but your legs have never felt smoother, mate. They're They're so and they soft. look magnificent. Oh, yeah. Steve and East Ride, life hack, mate. Good morning, guys. Good, I think yesterday I may have discovered a game-changing life hack. Go My on. TV remote stopped working, mm. so I changed the battery as you do and it still didn't work. Mm. I folded up a little bit of aluminium foil and put it, put it between the battery and the terminal and it worked beautifully. Right, so and went on a rampage through my house, and I found three other things that I fit. Right, so just with the outfall. The outfall fixed all of them, Steve. Folded up a bit of aluminium foil, fixed a wall clock, fixed a kid's toy, and fixed mm. another remote. So, so I, you've got a problem with your connection of one of the batteries hitting the point. It. So you're using the foil as a conductor. That's it. All right, Steve. Okay. If anyone's Stevie. having that problem oh at home, use God, a bit of our fault. Last one, Lauren in Avalon Beach. Life hack. Yeah, guys, look, I have got a life hack, but let me tell you first, the, the, or, the eggs in the jug worked a treat. I actually tried it. I thought, hey, I'll have a go. And, and it worked exactly. So you boiled your eggs in your kettle. Did you have to yep. do two cycles, though? No, I just did the one because I don't even timed it. I got Google to time how long the jug was taking. Yeah, yeah. It became very scientific. I thought, what's my life can't reduce to? But anyway. So, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, the other question that we need to ask, does your coffee taste like egg at all? No. 
No. This is normal. You don't, you don't want to crack an egg in it, though, I'm do gonna you? I'm going to do it when I get home. You're cleaning out your whole kettle if that's the case. Um, do you know what, Sarah, I think... A couple of confusing ones this morning. There were a few. I actually like Heidi's, the first one, with her parents, where they, you, you tell Alexa when you get home... Mm-hmm. Sounds good to where me. ...where your keys are, so if you ever forget them, you just go back to your Google and they tell you where, you, where your keys are. Congratulations. Heidi! Well done, Heidi! <laughs> Heidi, I'm going to give you a double pass to the Sydney Comedy Festival End of Festival Gala and everyone that got on the show then, you're in the running for 10k a day and money. We like the life improver. How good's the life improver? Oh yeah, the life improver. Your life improver! I think he said Whiteman Park is a hoot. Come to EnviroFest 2024. Learn about Whiteman Park's birds and discover ways to improve your sustainability with hands-on workshops and demonstrations. Plus, there'll be market stalls, food trucks and heaps of kids' activities. EnviroFest 2024 at Whiteman Park on March 23 from 10 till 3. You'd be wise to go to whitemanpark.com.au. The new way we work, guys. We have our job, but we also have our side hustle. Everybody loves the hustle and everybody's doing it. We did this phone topic the other day. What's your side hustle? So many calls came through. I'm a tradie by day um, and by weekends and just my free time, I edit YouTube videos for um, TikTok. I'm a nurse by day and by night, I go live on OnlyFans. Okay. Oh. I'm a paramedic by day and then by night, I'm a DJ. I'm a civil engineer by day and I play video games professionally at night. Can I? Here's one for what you. What do you got, buddy? Just had a mate that sent this through. So there's a young fella by the name of Jack. He looks like he's about 11, 10, 11 years of age. Mm-hmm. After two, this is his mother's put this up on Facebook. After two years of researching, writing a business plan and hand selecting the best toys possible, Jack's dream came true today, installing his first claw machine. Oh, skill at, tester. At the Leichhardt Bolo, Sarah. Awesome. Been there. Thank you, Al, for giving us a trial run in the club. Jack's entrepreneurial streak has astounded us. We would love for you to check out his TikTok page for the claw machine vids and tips. You can go to Jack in the Box Official One or go to his Instagram account, Jack in the Box Amusements. Mm, Jack, how do I win one, man? How's that for a side hustle? Starting your own claw machine, skill tester. I can never win anything, but anyway. Good on you, Jack. I love that, buddy. He's picking his own toys. How's this? One couple. Let's get back onto OnlyFans. My page hasn't really taken off, mate. (laughs) Not many subscribers at this stage. I need to update it with a few more racy shots. You know, I was in the Step 1s last night, Leno, huge fan of the underpant, and I was wearing a white pair. And I had a look in the mirror and I thought, now that I could up the dollar average on my OnlyFans if I took a photo in that. Can I suggest something? My wife said, get them off and go to bed. This is not even being rude. Yeah. Why don't you do weird body things? Like what, Make that your angle. What do you mean? Remember when I started working with you 11 years ago and you sent me the picture of the boil on your bottom? Oh, yeah, I remember that. You said, get your sister to diagnose this. It was a boil. Your your sister sent me something back. But why don't you do stuff like that? That could be your niche. Embarrassing what, weird bodies. body parts. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. not even kidding. Like, Have a look at me ex- nipple. Excessive hair. Hmm? Like, people would get off on that. Oh, tricep hair. What do you guys think? Four ninety five a month if you want to see it. <laughs> Didn't we send oh, with it to <laughs> the embarrassing bodies caravan? Yes. yes. Dr. Ginny? Down at that Circular Quay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should get the audio of that. No, actually, we shouldn't. They, they said there was too much to do, wasn't oh, there? They, they said, we where do we start? Time. We're over-embarrassed. And you said, am I going to get on the episode? And they said, well, we wouldn't mind doing a whole series on you. Good. <laughs>
got 10 eps out of it. It's extraordinary. All right, let's start with his head. Uh, this couple on OnlyFans, they don't do anything too revealing, but what they do do is dress up as Tarzan and Jane. Um, in very, uh, You know what? I think Tarzan and Jane, believe it or not, wore more than these two wear in their clips, but there's certainly not anything too graphic. But at the same time, I think why people are blown away by it, because it looks like he's found the old glass barbecue, oh. and she... Um, <laughs> She doesn't look like the healthiest of girls either. So the two of them, and they make that sound on their page, Leno. He stands on the bed, beating his chest, making that sound while she jumps up and down. Well, Tarzan was raised by monkeys, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, this guy wasn't. He so was raised by junkies. Are they, if it's only, do they get it, is it a bit raunchy? Mm, not too raunchy. Okay. Want to know what your side hustle is? What about the guy that we had called the show and he was making the fireworks that he shoots up? Um, were they fireworks? Yeah, yeah, they were. And he packs it full of loved one's ashes uh, and he's a truck driver at the same time. So he idea. said 10 years ago he might get one order a year where he packs the ashes into the firework. Yep. Now he's doing eight or ten. People are paying five to ten thousand dollars a pop. Yep, you just Man. stand on top of the firework, yeah. and your and your relative just goes off into your face. See, you. oh, I've remembered lost, forever. Yeah, I've lost an eye. <laughs> what a great day! I'll never see my loved ones again because I just got blinded. What is your side hustle? That's what we're going to know this morning. You've got your job, but on the side, you're making a little bit of coin. Blair and Elwood, welcome to the show. What's your side hustle? My side hustle is going to scrapyards and finding broken tools that drills. Plants, anywhere like that. Oh, scrappies. Them, them a little bit more. Oh, good the, on you. The tool industry is pretty lucrative, Blair, isn't it? So, actually, we just did Life Improver before. We had a lady who said, when you've got the old rusty tools, Blair, leave them in vinegar for a couple of days. Mm. They come up as brand new. Do you do that? Uh, that can work. I usually use electrolysis to, heal, to fix them up. But, yeah, right. you can use vinegar as well. So, Blair, give us an example. You might find something for 20 bucks. So, yeah, let's say I find a, a broken Bosch drill for $25, mm. I'll change the Bosch motors and fix whatever's inside and sell it for 100 120 bucks, 100 See what I mean? Yeah, See, Blair, yeah. this is great. You spend a lot of money at the tool shed. Yeah, yeah, you? I Which do. Is, it's amazing. You know. Well, I've got a, I've got an account there. Yeah, they but... just know me as I come in. Fitzy, just the usual. I said, yes, please. Why are you walking funny? Doesn't matter. Peter um, <laughs> <laughs> Maroubra, what's your side hustle? <laughs> Uh, I do hairdressing and cleaning during the day and security by night. Oh, wow, okay. Secu- which, one, which one are you enjoying more the most at the moment, Pete? Uh, I like all three, but security's pretty easy. Okay, what do you do? Are you kind of guarding a gate or something like that, or are you getting around the little car cutting laps? Uh, con- currently a con- uh, construction site. Okay. Well, I used to do pubs and clubs, which I'll go back to soon, yeah. but mm-hmm. I just, I'm just happy getting paid watching Netflix at the moment. Have you ever busted anyone, Pete, and given them a short back and sides? Or? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you stay <laughs> down. I'll give you an undercut. Stay on the ground. Your hair is horrible. I will fix that for you right away. Get him. Snip, snip, snip. Gian from Kashiola, what's your side hustle? Hey, guys. Um, so during the week, I'm a surveyor. Mm-hmm. And then by weekend, I do my landscaping and lawn, lawn mow service. Oh, man. Isn't that amazing? Do you have a day off at all, Gian? Uh, no, pretty much seven days a week. Dude. But I like, I, like the, I like the hustle. I like um, earning some coin. Yeah. yeah, good on you, buddy. What do you do with your money when you make it, Gian? Well, I'm trying to save up because I'm going to Europe next week. Uh, sorry, next year. Yep, yep. Um, so I'm trying to save up for that. And also, because I'm a young fella, so I'm trying to save up for my first time as well. Man, wow, party time. Great effort. Isn't it? You, you're two Fun. days off from work surveying. You're out there mowing mm-hmm. horns. 
Good effort, Gian. Well done, buddy. Nathan, in Reesby, what's your side hustle? Uh, mate, we uh, design and print uh, geeky T-shirts, so graphic tees. Yeah, right. And and they po- they popular, Nath? Um, they are. We go to uh, the smaller conventions, so comic conventions, and, and meet all of our uh, fellow geeks and nerds and uh, sell them T-shirts, the graphic tees, yeah. So, so, Nath, outside of that, what else? Do you have a normal job during the day or...? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly do. So I'm a brand manager for a company that uh, produces uh, spray guns and airbrushes and air yeah, right. Oh, so are no. you using the equipment at your actual job to do your side hustle? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I will do. Oh, we'll do a body paint t-shirt um, where a you know a pretty young lady's dressed as Wonder Woman or something All like right, that, mate. and I'll uh, I'll airbrush her. With the body paint. Yeah, that's a different side hustle Absolutely. all again, mate. <laughs> sicko, mate. You're a sicko. Uh, well mate, done, buddy. Mate, what's your po- most popular shirt, by the way, before you go? Uh, probably our Mando tee. So it's based on the uh, Mandalorian, and, and uh, it's a mashup between the Mandalorian and uh, Back to the Future. I'll have to get one. The, the Mandalorian. So. Oh, Mandalorian. Hey, well Nate, you want to give your business a plug? Uh, yeah, mate, it's Geeks and Tees. So we're an uh, online store, so geeksandtees.com.au, mate. Oh, well Geeks and tees. Geeks and tees. on your nose. Let's go one more. Chris in Liverpool, what's your side hustle? Uh, OnlyFans. Oh, oh, Chris, I... okay. We don't get too many gents calling through with an OnlyFans page. I thought I was the only one. Chris, you're making a bit of money, mate? Yeah, sure am. Well, just within the first month, this is just between me and a partner, mostly partner, some me. It's about oh, 75, 35, vice versa. It's about total... Four thousand seven hundred within the first month. Wow, what's Jeez. what's so unique about your OnlyFans page, Chris? Uh, I guess <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. Just appearance. Yep. yep. Um, the way you act. Yep. Something unique that stands out. Oh. So do you do a bit of role? Look for R- bit of role play, Chris, or do you do, you do <laughs> scenes and stuff, or what do you do? Yeah, it depends on what I guess. If you guys have done your research, it's depending on the content that people want mm-hmm. and are into. We it's pick and choose. So we'll agree to between myself or and or partner, we'll choose what we want to do, sure. how we're going to do it, and yeah. Chris, is it guy and girl or guy and guy? What? It's myself, guy and girl, my oh, partner. Right. Wow. Okay. Chris, how interesting, Chris. And well, so how much do you how much do you charge a month? Is that how it works? Yeah, monthly payment. Uh People can subscribe and not subscribe. We're free. Let's just... Oh, my partner would kill me if she knew I was talking about this. <laughs> free to subscribe to us, but depending on the content that's requested or voted, it's the prices put on it. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So, you're like, you Suffice. know, you can request. Yeah, so, you know, so do you guys play, play tennis? Can you yep. show me a Spanish backhander or something yep. like that? New balls, please. Right. That Then they yep. go, yeah, sweet. You get out the Yonix, Sarah, mm-hmm. and you just do it back sure. out down the line. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a huge music fan. Have you got any trombones? <laughs> Knew that was coming. Well done. Yeah. Got, a, got a good one? Trumpets got a new one? Or? Looks a bit rusty. Oh, this is... Well, but you know what? It's a wow. side hustle, and Chris is happy. He's going to get you, into trouble for talking about it on the radio, but he's in the running for 10K a day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, honey, how'd you win that? <laughs> the Fitzy and Whippers Show is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au. I think he said Whiteman Park is a hoot. <laughs> 
come to EnviroFest 2024. Learn about Whiteman Park's birds and discover ways to improve your sustainability with hands-on workshops and demonstrations. Plus, there'll be market stalls, food trucks and heaps of kids' activities. EnviroFest 2024 at Whiteman Park on March 23 from 10 till 3. You'd be wise to go to whitemanpark.com.au.